What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. Hope you guys are having a great day. Today's Tuesday, May the 9th. Just wanted to get on here real quick and just do a quick recap of some of the games that happened in the NBA playoffs over the last few days. I cannot cover every game that happens because they're happening literally every night. So that would be me getting on here every day. And doing that, and right now I'm currently not full-time podcasting, so it's a little tough for me to get on here every day and do that, but I want to catch you up on some of the games that has happened, give you some of my thoughts on the games and the series that's going on now, so this this episode will not be long at all, It'll be kind of a quicker one, but I do want to say, uh, be on the lookout for Thursday, Thursday I will drop, I'm going to get back to you know my regular All Things Sports, where I just talk about everything in my rant of the week, so be on the lookout for that dropping Thursday. Um, NHL, MLB, my first power rankings of the MLB will be coming out. And I'm going to touch on some NBA other than the playoffs. I'll give you some other NBA news and some thoughts I got around the league that's not going on in the playoffs. That'll be separate from the playoffs. So um, be on the lookout for that Thursday. And Thursday, I'll uh, I'll drop that episode sometime that morning. But as for today, let's talk about the playoffs, man. Let's talk about the series that everybody's been talking about. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. The Los Angeles Lakers win last night to go up 3-1 in the series. I don't know about you guys. Maybe you Lakers fans saw it coming, but I did not see them going up 3-1. I thought this series would be 2-2 after four games, but the Los Angeles Lakers have went up 3-1 due to some outstanding play from, honestly, Anthony Davis, LeBron. uh, Lonnie had a big fourth quarter, which I'll get to. Lonnie Walker had a big fourth quarter which I'll get to here in a second, but D'Lo's played well. The whole team is just bought into uh, trying to guard and stop this team and playing well offensively. So let's back up for a second. Game three, uh, the Lakers won by 30. Uh, I don't really have much to say about that game other than, you know, the Warriors went up 40 to 29. At that point, I'm thinking, okay, the Warriors came to try to get this game. They're going to try to win this one. That way they can win the next one. But as soon as that midway through the second quarter, I was texting uh, Chill B. Again, check out the Chill Bravado podcast when you get a chance. He breaks down the games more in depth than I do, the Lakers games, that is. But uh, I was texting Chill B, and I was like, this game turned when Jordan Poole came in. And I know that sounds crazy, but it did. Three straight turnovers by Jordan Poole. The Lakers got to running, and then it went from there. I'm not blaming it all on Jordan Poole, but that started the landslide, right? It started the breakdown. Once he started turning the ball over, and then all of a sudden the Golden State started losing their composure, then they started missing shots, then the Lakers were able to get out and run. The Lakers were able to capitalize on the turnovers that they had, and they was able to capitalize on just the Warriors losing all composure. That wasn't the same championship Warriors team that we've seen. And the Lakers took advantage of that, and the Lakers made defensive adjustments, which was putting Vanderbilt on green, Reeves on um, Curry, now we knew now that Reeves cannot guard Steph Curry. There's not a lot of people that can guard Steph Curry. Uh, but, that, you know, that, that did some things and helped on the pick and roll actions. Having Vando guard green, I mean, it did a lot to help that lineup. And you have AD who has been the best defensive player in the playoffs by far. Nothing can get up to the rim. He's blocking everything. And if he's not blocking it, he's altering every shot. <clears throat> Excuse me. AD is able to switch to guards. As you saw last night on Steph, he, he can do it all, man. This is why I picked the guy to win defensive player of the year at the beginning of the year. 
But unfortunately, with all the injuries, he just wasn't able to stay on the court. Anthony Davis is an elite, elite, elite defensive player. Really one of the top five, maybe top three defenders in the league when healthy. He's that good defensively. So um, they've done a good job in that game of causing turnovers and taking advantage of the turnovers and forcing bad shots, forcing turnovers. The Lakers just outplayed the Warriors in game three, which is why you saw them win by 30. And then I felt like some of Steve Kerr's rotations uh, in that game still kind of, you know, bothered me. And I'm going to get to that here in a second as well. But turn the page to game four, which was last night. Los Angeles Lakers win 104 to 101. Um, they were led by LeBron James, who had 27 points. Uh, I think it like eight rebounds, seven assists. Anthony Davis had 21. Lonnie Walker had 15. Um, they were balanced. Let me pull it up here because I have it here. Um, let's see. Yes. So Anthony Davis had 23 and 15 and three steals. LeBron James, 27 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves, 21 points, four uh, assists. D'Lo was only held to four. He was locked up by GP pretty much. Rui only had two. Dennis Schroeder had 10. And Lonnie Walker had 15 big points all in the fourth quarter. Lonnie Walker was incredible in the fourth quarter. They needed every bit of his 15 to win that game. When he made that shot over Curry to go up one, they never looked back. And they never got, when the Warriors never got the uh, lead back. Or yes, the lead back, excuse me. The Warriors on the other end. Now, the Lakers had one, two, three, four, five people in double figures. Great way to win the game. The Warriors only had four people in double figures. And they were led by Steph Curry, who played 42 minutes, who was 31 points, 14 assists, 10 rebounds. Great game from Curry. Uh, not so great efficient-wise, 12 of 30 from the field, 3 of 14 from the three. But I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down with him shooting. That's just, I mean, greatest shooter ever. One of the greatest players ever. I'm going to go down with him shooting. So I don't even care that the percentages were that bad. Clay Thompson did not have a good game at all. 40, 41 minutes, only scored nine points. Can't do that. You have to be better than that, Clay. Gary Payton, the second, had a good game, 15 points. Andrew Wiggins had a, a, a Andrew Wiggins type game, 17 points. And then Draymond Green, eight points, 10 rebounds. The biggest thing that, you know, concerns me with Golden State or concerned me last night with Golden State was. The late game mishaps, just from a championship team that you've seen, from a team with four rings, you don't see the mistakes that they made. Clay took two horrible shots, two of the most horrible shots I think I've ever seen him take um, to try to go up. Just, just bad shots. Even on the second shot, you see Steve Kerr just put his hands on his head like, really? Like, just a bad shot. Steph, the first shot against AD to go up by one on the first shot against AD, had a little step back from the free throw line, literally rimmed in and out, got the ball back, caught his breath for a second, went to the three, stepped back, shot it from 29, hit the front of the rim. I've seen a lot of people talking about pool to that same shot, and we got on him. Look, we got to stop that. This is Steph Curry we're talking about. This is the same guy that took the shot from Dern near half court to beat, you know, the Thunder. You know that, that most famous call, bang, when Curry hit that long three. Yeah, so we can't sit here and that like, you know, with Steph, that that's the same. It, it, it's not the same to me, but it is what it is. I'm going to live with that. Um, I'm going to live with Steph taking that shot. AD did a incredible job of guarding Steph on the switch. Uh, got a great contest up. Steph just missed it, came up short. Um, and in, in return, the Los Angeles Lakers took the victory. 
Um, just some things I'm questioning from the Warriors. Again, I'm questioning the shot selection um, at times. Uh, and Curry could have got a better shot, I believe. I'm not mad that he took that shot, but he could have got a better shot. Clay definitely could have got a better shot. He came off a screen from like 29 and shot. Um, I'm, the turnovers, Draymond had a big turnover. Steph had a big turnover at the end. Again, these are the things that's always plagued the Warriors. The Warriors have always been talented enough to get over that. But now since they're not as talented, you know, as most teams, they can't afford to have these big turnovers. And you're seeing that when they turn the ball over, they're not a good team at all. So the turnovers, the mishaps at the end of the game, and I know Chill be our brother like this. The Steve Kerr rotations, um, the, the, the Steve Kerr rotations are are questionable. Um, I feel like they're panicking. To be honest with you, I feel like Golden State's panicking because I feel like you know they went to Jermichael Green for the first two games. He played two minutes last night. Jordan Poole has been played off the floor. He only played ten minutes last night. Kevon Looney only played like eleven. He's been played off the floor. Kaminga's not even seeing the floor. So. I feel like they're just searching. Like, they started Gary Payton last night. It helped for D'Lo, but the Lakers were still able to attack and go to state wasn't hitting no threes. When you take Jermichael Green out of the lineup, a guy who can knock down threes as a big, and you put Gary Payton in, who's not so great of a shooter, great slasher, great cutter, great, great defender, um, you're going to lose that three-point shooting. And Steph and Clay wasn't hitting. There was a combined six of uh, 23 from three. So, I believe they lost a little bit, but I believe that the Warriors are just kind of panicking internally, like searching for answers. There was nothing wrong with Jermichael Green staying in the lineup. If you go back to game three, if they just don't turn the ball over, that's a completely different game that we're talking about. If you go back to last night, if they start him, if they start Jermichael Green, what is it going to hurt to start him, see if the floor opens up, and if it don't work, take him out. I just don't understand what Kerr's doing. Poole, again, only played 10 minutes. He's been, Like I said, he's being played off the floor. He can't defend nobody. Can't hit nothing. Shooting under 30%. Can't defend the soul. So, Warriors are in trouble, man. Warriors are in trouble. Um, I think that the Lakers are poised to take this series. I originally picked Golden State Warriors in seven, and I'm going to stick with that because that was my pick. So, I'm going Warriors in seven, and I realize what that means. You have to come down from a 3-1 hole. So, but... I made that pick, and I'm going to stick with it, but I fully expect the Los Angeles Lakers to close this game, close this out in six if the Warriors can't find a way to continue to get back to their hot shooting, if they can't find a way to stop turning the ball over, and if they can just relax. What did Aaron Rodgers say a few years ago? Relax. Just relax, man. They, It's not like – and I'm not trying to take credit away from the Lakers, but it's not like the Lakers have played great, you know, extremely great. But they just they have played great defense. And I think the Warriors have helped them out tremendously by turning the ball over. But and a lot of that, again, some of that's unforced, some of that's forced by the length and the size and the force of the Lakers. So you have to give Lakers credit. Not taking no credit away. But it's not like they've been playing lights out. I just think that they've been playing hard defensively. Golden State's cooled off, and that's allowed the Lakers to take advantage of their size and allow the Lakers to get to their spots and allow the Lakers to do what they want to do to control this series. The Lakers are up 3-1, and I love the way, before I move on, love the way Lonnie Walker stayed ready, came in, gave him 15 big points in the fourth quarter. I love the way LeBron and Anthony Davis embraced him to let him know, like, hey, man, we needed you. This was a great game. He played an exceptional game. I love the way LeBron James has been playing off the ball 
Um, I, I have my questions about him being able to play off the ball, but he answered that. And I don't even know why I questioned the man. But he's been playing very well off the ball. Anthony Davis has been solid. This is a dangerous Los Angeles Lakers team, man. Um, if they eventually beat the Warriors, they'll be matched up with Phoenix or Denver. And I think they can beat either one of them and represent the West in the finals. Crazy how I started off the season. And I'll never forget it. My first episode of the season, I said 2-10. and 10. This team's terrible. We're going to just enjoy watching LeBron break records. To say that and to now say this team can represent the West in the finals, it's crazy, man. This is unreal. Just kudos to the Lakers organization. Kudos to the players for coming together. This Lakers team is legit. Um, And you know what? I'm not even – here's the thing. Every dynasty has to die, guys. So for all my Warrior fans out there, listen, I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Love Steph Curry. Love what he does. But every dynasty comes to an end, man. And, again, there's still games to be played. I'm not saying it's over. They came back from 3-1 against the Thunder. But this ain't the Thunder of old. This is uh, experienced LeBron James and experienced Anthony Davis with championship rings. This is Darvin Ham who has a championship ring under uh, Coach Bud and has a championship ring with the Pistons as a player. They know what to expect. They know what to do to close this series out. It's going to be a mountain to climb to to win this series for Golden State. But I'm just here to tell you, man, every great dynasty has to come to an end. It just does. And this is looking like the end for Golden State. We'll see what they can do tomorrow at the Chase Center. But I'm telling you right now, the Lakers are coming in to win this at Chase. I don't believe they're coming in to just, you know, lay an egg and go back to to game six and win. They're coming in to win this at Golden State. So all I got to say is Golden State, you better make your adjustments. You know what? You made a thousand of them anyway. You better be ready to play. And one more thing before I move on. Klay Thompson, man, you've been one of my favorite players for a long time. You do all that talking and you're not showing up. You got to show up, man. You got to show up for the Warriors to have a chance because Steph's doing all he can do. Uh, Steph can't carry this team the whole way. Steph needs to explode for 50 again if they want to win at this point. So, Clay, you need to step up, man. You're holding the fingers up, beating your chest, yelling. Yeah, yeah, it's time to score, but it's time to step up because the Lakers are coming to win this, and right now it looks like it's over in five. So, we'll see. Uh, moving on, touching on the – uh, Denver touching on the let's go to Miami and uh, New York real quick. Miami heats up three to one. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I haven't watched much of this series, but just from keeping up with it, the little bit that I have, New York and Miami's the same. I ain't gonna say the same type of basketball, but it's sort of the same brand of basketball. And Jimmy Butler just can't be denied right now. Jimmy Butler had 27 points and 10 assists. Bam out of Bayou, 23 points, 13 rebounds. Max Strew, 16 points and six rebounds. Like, they just continue to find a way to win. And I was texting Chill B the other day. I said, man, this is the ultimate. Just throw back in my face. If you guys remember and keep up with this podcast, I kept saying, you need to break the heat up, and they're one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. Just what a throw in the face for me. But, hey, this is what happens when you have opinions. Sometimes they're wrong, right? <laughs> so, um, but if Giannis was healthy from the get-go, I don't think the heat are here. But that's hindsight 2020, right? They're here. They're one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. And I fully expect them to close this series out um, in five. I really do. Uh, Julius Randle, 20 points, nine rebounds. Jalen Brunson, 32 and 11. R.J. Barrett, 24. It's just not enough. The Heat play solid defense. And Julius Randle, the way he plays uh, basketball, the Heat, can, they can defend that easily. So um, I think the series is over. Moving on, going to the – Denver series, the Denver and Phoenix. Phoenix has tied the series up. 
Uh, the last time I spoke with you guys, Denver was up 2-0. Now Phoenix has tied this series 2-2. Um, on the latest game, what a game by Nikola Jokic. Uh, I got to mention that, 53 points and 11 assists. You know, I was texting my brother Max. Shout out to my brother Max. I was texting him, and, you know, he said, man, you know, I told him, I said, I think Jokic is slightly overrated. I've always thought that. And, man, he has shut me up. He was 20 of 30 from the field, 53 points, 11 assists. This dude's unreal. The stuff he can do is unreal, and I think he is definitely deserving of the MVPs that he has. One of them I thought, you know, could have went to Embiid last year. But, hey, this dude showing why he's a two-time MVP. He is absolutely phenomenal. Jamal Murray bounced back, 28.7 assists. And that's all the contributions they got. You know, Porter Jr. only had 11. Gordon only had 11. He was in foul trouble. Porter Jr. was in foul trouble. It's about all the contributions they got. So they're going to need some more help uh, when they go back home to try to tie this series up. Kevin Durant finally had a Kevin Durant-type game, 11 of 19 from the field, 36 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Devin Booker continues to play well uh, in Game 3, 47 points. Check this out, on 20 of 25 shooting. 47 points on 80% from the field, just unreal. In this game, Devin Booker had... 36 points, 12 assists, 6 rebounds on 14 of 18 shooting. Devin Booker's been the best player on the Suns, and I can't believe I'm saying that. He's been the best player on the Suns. Now, a lot of that, too, is because KD's getting doubled. KD opened the floor up for him, and then when they double Booker, he can swing-swing. KD knocks down the three. But the biggest reason why Phoenix is winning, one, it is Devin Booker. Devin Booker's leading the way. KD's doing his thing. But the biggest reason is he's tr- Monty Williams is trusting his bench now. 30 minutes from Landry Shamit, 19 points. 21 from Jack Lindell, 8 points, 5 rebounds. TJ Warren had 19 minutes. Uh, Terrence Ross had 17 minutes. The biggest difference right now in this game is he's trusting his bench to come in, give these guys a break, give these guys, you know, more scoring, give them more defense, and he's trusting his bench now. So I'm curious to see where Phoenix is going. I've been telling everybody I still got Phoenix winning this series. I know they got down 2-0. I still got Phoenix winning. I got Phoenix winning in 6 or seven, I still think they're going to take it because it, with the playoffs, at the end of the day, what happens is, is sometimes your stars got to win you a game. And Devin Booker has been a star of stars. Jokic has definitely been the star of stars. But I think they got one more star than the Nuggets do. They as in the Suns. They got Kevin Durant over there. And you got two, you got them two guys you can win. So I still got the Nuggets. Oh, excuse me. I still got the Suns winning this series. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets won. If they just rode off the next two, I wouldn't be surprised, but I highly doubt that. This thing may go seven, and we'll see what happens. But I think I, st- I still got the Suns winning this series. Um, just doing part two, they have two stars. So, again, I could be wrong. I've been wrong a lot these playoffs. <laughs> I've been wrong a whole lot these playoffs. So, But right now, I can see the Phoenix Suns, they're rolling and winning. And last but not least, a series that's tied up 2-2, the Sixers. And Boston, the 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Man, what a game Sunday. Joel Embiid, you can tell Embiid hurt. He played 46 minutes. He looked gassed. He looked like he was limping. 34 points, 13 rebounds with that man, James Harden. 16 of 23 from the field, 42 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. The game went in three, it's six threes. We got to show James some love. Like people, I, I, even I did it. I said, James, you got to show up. It's time to show up, James Harden. It's time to show everybody. You know, hush him up. And he's definitely showed up. Had two bad games back-to-back, but then showed up for this game. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, if James Harden plays like this, they can beat this Boston team. 
they can beat anybody if James Harden plays this way with Embiid. They have defense. They have depth. They have two stars. Again, there's the two stars again. If James Harden keeps this level up, it ain't got to be 40 points a game, but just keep the same type of aggression, 30 points, you know, 10 assists. If he keeps that up with Embiid, I don't know if the Celtics can beat him, but the Celtics were led by Jason Tatum, who had 24 points and 18 rebounds. Jaylen, Marcus Smart had 21 points. Jalen Brown finished with 23. Uh, and Malcolm Brogdon off the bench finished with 19. Um, the Celtics down the stretch didn't look good. The two plays they had to go up, the coach, I keep forgetting his name, uh, Joe Mazzula, did not call a timeout. He went, later went back and said, maybe I should have called one. Yeah, bud, maybe you should have because I don't know what they was doing. But uh, Boston just, they, they haven't looked the same since earlier in the year. I don't know what happened. But they haven't looked the same. Boston just believes in shooting a bunch of threes, and we just going to outscore you. That's Missoula ball, as they call it. So, But this is an intriguing series. So tonight you have Boston and uh, the, the 76ers. I think the game is in Boston. Who am I taking in this game? I'm going to take Boston because I think at home, Boston has been a lot better. Now, I know the Sixers went in game one and stole it. But I got Boston in this game. I think they bounce back. I think they bounce back from that poor, poor performance. Excuse me, down the stretch of that game. I got Boston bouncing back. And tonight, you got Phoenix and Denver. You got Phoenix going to Denver. I'm going to surprise you guys. I got Phoenix winning this one. I got Phoenix winning this game. I know they're going to play in altitude. I know it's going to be hard. I know Denver is going to be ready to respond. That crowd is going to be crazy. Um, but I got Phoenix winning. I think Phoenix is playing well. They're playing other players. Cameron Payne's been pushing the pace. Devin Booker can't be stopped by anybody right now. I think Kevin Durant's trying to finally starting to get his groove a little bit. And Jokic is just punishing Aiton. So I, I kind of feel bad for Aiton. Young fella ain't got a chance to really come out and do anything because Jokic is keeping him in foul trouble. But if they can just get 12 and 10 from Aiton, that's better than nothing. He's virtually been you know, just a no-show in this series because of having to guard Jokic. They have done a number on Aiton, so maybe they need to put some – I don't know what they're going to have to do. Jokic is just a handful. Kevin Durant said it himself, he's incredible. There's nothing you can do with that guy. So maybe Aiton can show up, not foul, give him 15 and 10. But I got Phoenix winning this one. So this is just a recap, guys, of some of my thoughts uh, on these series. Um, again, be on the lookout for – Thursday for another episode of the All Things Sports Dropping. The rant of the week will be returning, and you guys will like this one, but it'll be returning, and I'll drop the episode Thursday again. This is the All Things Sports Podcast with you guys, JR. Playoff recap, and we'll see if Boston can win tonight. We'll see if Phoenix can win tonight, game tomorrow night between the Heat and the Knicks. We'll see if the Heat can close it out, and we'll see if Golden State can bounce back. Is the dynasty over? It may very well be over. Who knows? But we'll see. Appreciate all the support, guys. Continue to listen. Continue to share. And once again, I appreciate everything you guys are doing with sharing, with liking the page, uh, with following the page, with letting other people know. Um, It's definitely growing, so I really appreciate that support. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, go uh, rate it. Go rate the podcast. Leave me some comments. Uh, Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like, what I can do better. I'm always open to suggestions. So if you listen on Apple, just let me know. Give it a rating. Let me know what you think. All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. Peace out.